Hello, friends. Welcome to the Slim, Fitty, and Biggie Committee podcast, where we review hip hop albums so that you don't have to. Coming up on today's show, we have part two of Sahai the Prince's mixtape, The Black History Project. All right, let's get into it. Let's move on to track nine, three sixteen. Yeah, go, Aaron. Um, I thought like it's so hard because he comes off, you know, a track that is absolutely amazing, and then he comes into um, a long intro. But you know, as soon as you start talking about God stuff, I'm like, I'm not really that interested. Um, like he just has this. The verse, and he's just like, you know, talking about God and love the world. He gave his begotten son that whosoever believeth in him. I was just like, I could do without it, honestly. Um, like, I just, it just didn't do anything. Like, I, I did, the beat was nice. Like, it was pleasant. Like, it had the light piano and the heavy drums, it, but it doesn't stack up in regards to the others. Um, and like, the hook is okay like it it makes sense but like the whole subject matter just doesn't really appeal to me that much Mm. like he does talk about like my 316s but there's just a lot of god talk and there's a lot of you know pastor talk and i don't know this beat it just didn't get me that hard like he talks about king david the psalm prophet like jacob and john like there's just so many God references, and then he has that outro as well. The God, the great giver, it just felt a little bit too preachy, um, in my opinion. I gave it three stars. Like, this is to me not a great song, like, it's average, it's definitely doesn't hit the same level that the other songs have hit. Like, I did like you know. The, the lines, Black Pentecostal, who never read the gospel, my adversary do it for imaginary mobsters. Like, you know, everyone's making shit up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. This just didn't hit me as hard. Wow. Matt, I want to hear you. Um, for me, so this is this track for me has dope written all over it. Um, I said it's similar to the previous song in the sense that there's not much that I don't like on this one. Um, if there was one thing, um, I just don't think the hook is as catchy as, of course, as catchy as Bastiat. However, um, I feel like it serves as a, a nice bridge between Sci-High's lyrical, miracle verses. Um, mm. uh, I especially like the keyboard, piano instruments in the background of this track too. Um, and I just love his bars. He just has bars and bars here as well. Um, interestingly, my favorite lyri- uh, mixtape lyrics, which I won't reveal, um, now I'll reveal at the end came from this particular track. Oh, okay. Um, but like I'll mention the ones that I did. I think enjoy. I know what it is. I think I know what it is. <laughs> I'll mention the ones that I did enjoy without mentioning my favorite. Um, why panic if this is how God planned it? I just love, love just that. I love think about that for, as a concept. Like even if you're religious or not, but like seriously, yeah. like if you're ever stressing about something, 
yeah, like yeah. just just say those lines. Why panic? If, if this is how God planned it, like you yeah, know, <laughs> you know, it's just That's like so good. It's such like a um, just an easy brush it off, you know. Oh well, well, this is how God planned it, so whatever. <laughs> like, um, I just, it just, so, I mean, I think that's the opening lyrics, the the track too. So I was just like, yeah. it just gets me straight away. Yeah. Um, also, this is a lyric that no doubt Daniel liked. I loved it in the jungle with the trees. <laughs> That that lyric in particular just made me like piss myself. It's like that is hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, One another one that I was tossing up whether or not this would be my favorite. Actually, this particular track had a few where I was tossing up. Okay, is this my favorite of the mixtape all up, or is this my favorite? So this was one of them that could have been my favorite mixtape lyric, um, altogether. I split it up into two parts because it, it, it like. It has, I think it has two lines in between these two, but it's success is never luck. It's more like smart planning. Then it has another two lines, but I got rid of those and then put the last one. I always stood out. My N, I'm outstanding. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's just something about that, those bars that, oh, I was just like, that's really like, yeah, that, that just you hits never me. You think for some about reason. it, do you? That like outstanding literally means to stand out. He stood mm. out. He's outstanding. Yeah. You never think about it, but when he says it, it's like, oh, shit, that's what it means. Yeah, yeah. so I don't know. I, I, I get that it's kind of simple, but at the same, it's kind of profound too. So yeah, um, I, I love that. Um, I'm going to skip my favourite and then my uh, <laughs> I've other favourite on this, which, I've which say, made, yeah. One, one line that I did forget before you get into yours, because I think you might quote the whole song in a second, <laughs> is I love just, just the simple nature of fuck a bitch. <laughs> I'd rather see this money come. It's just, oh, it's just, it's just so funny. It's yes. it's literally just a really funny wordplay, and it's just so simple. Um, yeah, it like it has nothing to do with the rest of it. It's just yeah, hilarious. And you and you meant perfectly mentioned my uh, I last it. one I without without, without mentioning my favorite of the whole yeah. mixtape. Well, now I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but that whole line, Aaron. But the that that, but this rap bread sweeter than a honey bun. And if I I could and I could never fall off. And if I did, I'd bungee jump. At yeah. first, I was like, I was like bungee jump. Why the fuck could you bungee jump? And then I was like, oh, because it bounces back. Never fall off. Yeah. <laughs> but if I, he does say like he. The, what annoys me is like that's funny, huh? And it's like yeah. uh, oh, money, huh? It, it's kind of like it's money, huh? But it's kind of like. We, you, everyone knows it's funny. You don't need to tell me it's funny. Yeah, that that particular line ruins that whole bar. Like, it, it doesn't ruin the whole bar, but it just it, it doesn't need to be there. Or it does for the for the, the the rap in the next. Yeah, it does mm. for the rap in the next. Like he, one. he yeah. likes to get money, huh? Like that's for the money come. That's like you know. Yeah. It's- yeah, but he could have done better. Like, but still. That you're right. That money come line is fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, but he's a punchline rapper, so he, I reckon he comes up with that punchline first, and anything to rhyme with it, just shove it before. Because the the star of the show is fuck a bitch. I'd rather see this money come. So whatever yeah. he says before is just like you know, get it out of the way because we want to hear this funny shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. what he had planned the whole time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now, Matt, I'm glad someone's on my team. Matt is on my team. This is like, 
I'm surprised that Aaron only gave it three stars because this is such a good song. Yeah, I don't um, know. It just didn't hit me. Maybe I just didn't give it enough time when I listened to it. Um, but, yeah, I think um, he also falls victim for his other tracks, like, you know, coming off Basquiat, which was like I'm just, you know, jumping at the vibe, and then this just didn't hit me in the same way. Yeah. Well, to me, this is up there with all the best of them. This is up there with Basquiat. And funnily enough, like when I was looking at this album in my iTunes, this song, 316, is my most played song from this mixtape. This is wow. the song I have listened to the most. And I reckon it's just because it, it's so pleasant to listen to. The beat is just one of those beats I can listen to over and over again. Like, yeah. And so many funny lines. <laughs> um, it's so hard to pick. Like, I also like, you know what would have been amazing? Like, 316 is a reference to the, you know, the Bible. And it's also each verse is 16 bars. If this track was three minutes and 16 seconds long, <laughs> it would have been amazing. Oh, if he could have worked out how to do that, oh, it would have blown my mind. But, oh, what, Matt, what do you think about uh, Passage 316 from the Bible? Any thoughts? I actually hadn't heard of it. Like, like I'd heard of the verse, but like I hadn't heard. I didn't know it was three sixteen in particular. Like, yeah. yet, yet, genius tells me that that's the most famous verse of the Bible. Um, yeah. I thought so, you might have known a bit about it. No, nah, I know nothing. It just shows how religious we are on this podcast. We're all <laughs> God fearing. <laughs> Aaron, can you, Aaron, can you snip out that part where Matt says, "I know nothing," and just have that as his catchphrase. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Just... Boy, Aaron, can you just uh, sniff out Danny from this whole podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Matt, Matt basically said everything that I wanted to say, and I'm pretty sure he skipped over the one line that I really want to say, and I'm going to say it. But, um, <laughs> but he also... Don't he... do it. <laughs> well, you can leave it as a surprise if it's the one or not. But okay. um, but like you said, like why panic if this is how God planned it is such an amazing opener. I also like fuck relationships and friendships because I'd rather die on the Titanic. <laughs> That's uh, just it's almost it's another corny one. It's corny. Yeah, relationships, friendships. The Titanic was cheap. Oh! I actually actually didn't get that until you just said that now. Yeah, I was like, I'd rather die on the Titanic. I was like, what's that got to do with the last two lines? But now it makes sense. Oh, you're joking. (laughs) See, this is why Sahai needed to explain his jokes. So how do you... (laughs) Do you get it? Because there's ship in relationship and friendship, and Titanic is a famous ship. All right, excellent. Uh, Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just another one. I swear to Allah, my verses deserve to be in the Quran. That's just dope. My favorite, which is not the one I think Matt has picked, is ever met an author who holds his weapon awkward, is 38 my bodyguard, I call it Kevin Costner is just a really sick mm. movie reference because Kevin mm. Costner was in the movie The Bodyguard and his gun is his bodyguard, so he calls it Kevin Costner. That is fun. <laughs> um, but isn't Kevin, Costner, isn't Kevin Costner that, like, pedophile? 
No. I uh, don't think so. Oh, that's Kevin right. Spacey. My bad. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. Um, the, the single line that has the best delivery on this song is, at the St. Regis with the fancy blonde, bitch, you with the prince. Why you still got your panties on? <laughs> that is the, he delivers that. He sells that line. Like his life depends on it. That is the best line, purely out of delivery, on this. On this, oh, is that the line? <laughs> <laughs> All right, save it. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. But oh, come he's on. so excited. He wants yeah. to know. Hit you with the prince. Why well, you still got your panties on? Like, oh, the way. All right, so uh, fuck it. That is my favorite mixtape lyrics right yeah. then and there. Yeah. Um, just because, like, you're right. It, there's no, I don't think there's, oh, I think there was one we talked about on an earlier track where the delivery, oh, the cheese, the, um, yeah, yeah. yeah that and this, and there might be some others coming, but I, I don't think so. I think this line in particular is the best delivered line in the whole mixtape. Hell yes. Hell yes. Um, so because of that, even though the lyrics aren't particularly, like, mind blowing. Yeah. No, it's, it's not witty. It's, it's not, it's not like, you know, double entendre and metaphors. It's just he says it in the most hilarious way possible. Yeah. yeah so what did you boys fun. give give this song? Five, Five stars. Damn. Five stars. Big difference. Yeah, that's oh, massive. Hey, we synced, Danny, we synced up. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys want to get married? Suck, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oi, Danny, right. why are you still got your panties on? actually classic yeah i'm outstanding mate i'm waiting oh all right are you outside yeah i'm waiting for him to take his bands off oh no this this podcast is derailed before you go any further i just got a (laughs) i just got a flashback when you said when i said are you outside (laughs) so when like one of us would pull up at each other's house and then text each other and be like, oh, I'm outside, come out. I was like, oh, I miss you guys. Oh, cute. <laughs> yeah. Next, move on. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Track 10, Barry White. Uh, who wants to take this one? I'll take this one. Uh, I'll take this one because um, I took my favourite mixtape song first um, and I'll take my favourite mixtape instrumental. Ooh. Which is track mm. ten, Barry White. Mm. Um, I actually said this in my notes. I said, um, "Yeah, the instrumental is very nice on Barry White. It could be my favorite of this mixtape so far, and it is. And it's my favorite for the whole entire mixtape." Mate, stop um, reading. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, this song, um, I gave four stars, which I think, yeah, which I think is. Um, too harsh potentially. Um, especially, especially when you just said it's your favorite instrument. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But I gave it four stars before I decided that it was my favorite instrumental. So, like, I decided it was my favorite instrumental this morning, and I'd already rated them all, like, because I rate them as soon as I listen to them. Um, and I actually even said, I said that, um, um, I said I'm torn between a four and a five star rating on this track. Um, I said it has a great feel to it. I enjoyed the story being told, but I'm not sure if it's enough to be worthy of five stars. So four it is, and then I put in brackets for now. But 
like down to the actual nitty gritty of the track, this mellow story rap song, um, it just it puts you in this mood to like, like just mm, like get down and groove like. And the funny thing is, that's what Barry White's music does. Like, mm. I'm not going to lie, yeah. I listen or have listened to Barry White's music in the past. So I remember, like, my dad used to, like, when we go on long car trips, he'd have, like, a Barry White CD, like, of the greatest hits. And we'd put that on and we'd listen to it. Like, and, yeah, I loved his music. Like, it was <laughs> so say, soft. Like, why did you say that like you're ashamed? Like, I'm not going to lie. I listen to Barry White. Well, this like, is a, I don't know. I, no, this I, is I, a hip-hop review we don't talk about any other genres you don't listen to anything other than hip-hop how dare you branch outside <laughs> exactly that's why i was fearful of saying it so it's like i'm i you know i i feel like i was already this track was already going to be a winner for me because of the connection to barry white and i don't know if you boys like have heard any of his music but the actual instrumental is sampling not a yeah. not i don't know if it's a song but it's definitely sampling types of music that is on his tracks i'm sure so it's just like, i'm sure it's a sample of his song okay. i don't know that but i'm sure it is um it's just <laughs> that's it's, kind it's of just, I'm, I'm not sure but i know it is i don't know i just love it um i also now stepping away from why i love the instrumental um i'm a sucker for story raps like mm. you, got, you boys know this this is a story rap song it's talking about you know, all suckers for story rap yeah i was about yeah. to say yeah true well, like it's just, it's just so cool. That it's talking about the evolution of crack and cocaine in society, um, and um, yeah, I just, I'm just, I don't know. I feel like everything works really well together. Um, so there was also a welcome change, hearing like a slower tempo beat. I think Saho pulls it off on on this track. The lyrics sort of match the the beat well, and as well as the instrumental, um, and. Oh, something that caught me by surprise and made me sort of smile but also stunned me was that – what was that line? Um, oh, it was actually my favorite track lyrics. So go and sell some weed because end this shit can carry life. I'm here to bury white. When I heard that, I was like, oh, shit, this is talking about um, crack. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, and it lines up with Barry White. And I was like, oh, that is dope. Like I was like, that is insane. But does yeah, it, I, it doesn't make sense though, but – I'm here to Barry White. Does it make sense? Does it have a double meaning or not? No, it's Barry. It's Barry. I know, I know, but but it, the the whole idea is it's supposed to be a double meaning. I'm here to like the song's called Barry White. Why is it called Barry White? Because I think because, what he's doing is he's taking the instrumental and then he's just using that slight wordplay to say that he's trying to end cocaine it's just like so so there's no double meaning like barry specifically b-a-r-r-y doesn't mean anything i don't no. think so no no so you just he's just yeah it, they just sound the, the same yeah they so, sound yeah. similar it's an alliteration yeah there's nothing clever really um but yeah no like i i, I love this track um and uh, as i said here it's four stars for me on that first listen but that could be too harsh. Um, and it's my favourite instrumental on the mix set. I gave it four stars as well. Um, oh, my God. I'm out of here. See you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks yeah. for coming. But I guess, yeah, like I like a story song. I don't, like, I, yeah, I gave it four stars. I don't know what was missing. I can't go, this is why. It just didn't give me that five-star feel. Yeah. Like what, what box doesn't this check? It checks every box. 
I don't understand. It has an amazing beat. It's Matt's favorite beat. It's an amazing story, well told, through the history of drug dealing in America in the black community. Uh, what 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 more does he need to do? Well, he needs to do a Basquiat already. Hey, he's hey. Um, yeah, I, I think that um, I, this this is an interesting track because yeah, like I don't know what it was specifically that made it four stars. Like all my all my feedback for it is that it's really good. Um, I think it was just when I was listening to it, there was just something that didn't make me go, yeah, five stars. And I, I and this is and it's annoying because I would be able, to, I'd love to be able to go. This is exactly why. But I think, yeah, it, he he tells you the evolution of it, but sometimes, you know, with a story, I kind of want to see a character. If that makes sense, yeah. Like, there's no character here. What it is, it's like education, which is cool and done in a cool way. But what I like to see is like a character, like a children's story. That is a character song. Yeah. And I love a character going on a journey, learning shit, coming up to new people, and like having things to overcome. This is like a story, but it's like here's the history. Yeah. And it's kind of different in that sense. So I don't know. That's why I probably gave it four instead of five. It's just not the exact kind of storytelling that you like. Yeah. Okay. It's interesting. Yeah. It's five stars for me anyway. I mean, the s- smooth sample and it, and it's a banger at the same time. Like it slaps and it's smooth. Like how does that happen? Um, yeah. Great concept, great execution, storytelling, like, it's all there. Like, I don't have much to say except it's five stars. Like, it checks every box for me. So, you guys are wrong and I'm right next. <laughs> well, that's when I'm questioning, is it me? Track 11. Oh, no, he's done it. Track 11, is it have me? I've done a podcast before. Um, you know, transitions are amazing. I've heard of a podcast before. Yeah, all right. The interesting thing about is it me is that this is the first track with two features on it. Mm. Like, he's pretty much in the other tracks. Like, well, Huey has a feature and the rest is all him. Yeah. Well, there are other features coming up. Yeah, coming up. But, like, you know, he's waited till track 11 to, you know, have a, a track with two features. Um, and Don't shit on King Louie. Don't you dare shit on King Louie. Just, just hold on a minute. <laughs> I'm not shitting on King Louie. I'm not going back to to Huey, a five-star song, to turn around and say he's shit. (laughs) But I think, you know, this song, um, like, the first verse is short and sweet. Like, he doesn't – he just gets in and gets out. Like, it's not overly long. He just goes through – it's, like, it's really nice. And then Crystal Renee does her hook, and it's okay. Like, it's pleasant. Like, I personally didn't hate it. It didn't take anything away, but it didn't really add anything at the same time. Like I've been liking Sahai's hooks, so I kind of miss those. Um, and Tate Dunande, who I have no idea who he is until I listen to this, um, he wasn't bad either. Like he was decent as well, but I kind of wish there was more Sahai. But, I mean, my favourite line was, Got some partners doing dimes. It's like a bitch today. So what a spit is serious, period, like a menstrual. 
I paint the pictures like I'm selling them art and click up with these lines and now that's a hell of a part. Wait, so Tate DeMond has your favourite lyrics? Yeah. Damn, so he's better than Saiho. Well, he just has that punchline that I love. Like, that's no, no, just... no, no, no. You're saying that Tate Dumond is a better rapper than Psy High the Prince. I'm not saying that. I'm saying in this song, he has my favourite lyrics. Oh, sure. <laughs> if you say so. Wait, but so I gave four stars. I gave four stars. Four stars. Mate, this is another five-star song. What do you think about the beat? What do you think about the beat? What um, do you think about the instrumental? I didn't really like it was good. It was good. I don't what didn't hit for me was I didn't think this was as much of a replay value song as the others. Mm. Mm. And that's why I didn't get five because I didn't think that like when I listened to it, I was like, this is good. But would I listen to it over and over again? Probably not. Would it go into a playlist? Definitely. And that's why it was four stars as opposed to five. Mm. Okay. Well, first of all, I think the beat is like the best thing about this song. Like the beat, this is like my favorite style. Like you know, this is my favorite yeah. style of hip hop, where it's where it's you know a female vocal sample. It's chopped and looped perfectly, and it plays throughout the song. and And they do it really nicely here. Like if I was a beat maker, this is the type of beats I'd probably make. So the beat is amazing to me. Um, it's so good that I think that you know crystal who does the hook um she is so unnecessary like i think it would have been perfect if during the hook just let the instrumental breathe like Mm. she's not bad but she is completely unnecessary and i think the song would have been better if it was just the the beat playing during the hook but um yeah like you said Tate was pretty good. He had some funny lines. I like the one you picked. So what I spit is serious, period, like I menstruate. That's pretty funny. He also, but It's kind of corny too. And it's also corny when he says, life could be sour as pickles, but you've got to relish it. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's funny. I mean, it's funny, it's, yeah. Because, like you know, Sahai does it as well. So, I yeah. mean, you can't bag on him for doing it but, because he does have like that, fu- like it's just funny. It's just yeah. entertaining. Yeah, I feel like if Sai Hai said it, it would have been better. <laughs> He's not just delivery wise, but yeah. <laughs> so Tate was pretty good. Um, my favorite Sai Hai. Did you say? Oh, you didn't like any Sai Hai first. I didn't mention any Sai Hai. Just chose my favorite for the for the track. Yeah, my favorite Sai Hai was um, dealing weed opened at a lot of doors for me. Chivalry. Like, that's pretty funny. Like, opening doors is what a chivalrous person would do for a lady. So, like, just, just witty, just clever. It's, it's, it's just good. And overall, just because I love the beat so much, it's five stars for me. Mm. Yeah, I can understand that just on a beat, you're like, I love this beat so much, it's five stars. Yeah. What yeah, did you think? It's just so re-listenable. Yeah, go, Matt. That lyric that you said, Danny, is also one of my favourites. Um, yeah. But you left it, you left out the next line, which relates to the one before. Plus, you get less time getting caught with this than a key. 
mm. as in mm. as in like a key to a door or, or a, um, what is it? A key, no, it's a killer. Killer of drugs. Killer code. Like, oh. yeah, killer I didn't even code. catch that. I didn't even catch yeah. that. Yeah, that's good. So that, that's a really good line. Um, and my other favorite line was, is it really me? Because I ain't really feeling these new rap N. Pardon my soliloquies. I love how he rhymes soliloquies. <laughs> <laughs> but honesty is what we really need. Like, oh, it's like that's so good. Because if you give a soliloquy, you're speaking your thought and giving an honest opinion. And, and he's saying that honesty is what we really need. Like, that's just, oh, that's so good. Uh, however, it's all down here from here, boys. And oh. I'll answer my first question. Oh. Is it me? Is it me, or is this track just mediocre at best? <laughs> it's definitely just you. <laughs> What'd you give it? This is a two-star track. Oh, it's Two worse than an interlude. This is this is my new least favorite song on the mixtape so far. Oh, I Damn. can't believe it. Yeah, I can't it's believe worse, that too. It's worse than the great, and I'll give you my reason why. The production sounds very busy and unpolished. I feel like there's just a lot going on in the background and it never really settles on um, a like a set um, like decision as to where it's going production-wise. Um, wow. So therefore, I couldn't really vibe to it like as an instrumental. Um, Sci-Hi so has a couple of sweet lines, but certainly not as many or as best compared to what he has served up on previous tracks, sort of as you were saying, Aaron, and that's like highlighted by the fact that you, your favourite line isn't even a Sci-Hi line. Um, and on top of that, I could leave all of the features on this track as well. Mm. So it's a two-star track. That is harsh. For me. Yeah. That is, it's crazy how different our opinions are on this one. Like, especially beat-wise, because I love this beat so much, and you're saying it's trash. Yeah. That's, like, that's really a massive difference, yeah. That's crazy. Mm. What do you, what did you say? What were your stars, Aaron? What did you give it? I gave it four. I gave it five. So five, four, two. Geez, that that is a big difference. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Uh, but then again, this is different songs. Yeah. Well, this is this <laughs> this is my first initial reactions upon other listens. You know, my taste may change, or I don't know. But yeah, I just I just couldn't vibe it. This track, especially if I'm comparing it to the other songs that have followed, like. Like this is this is not on the same level as Basquiat, so I'm not giving it five stars. Like, it's but just... I think yeah. Well, for me, the beat is on the same level. That's why I give well, it five. But yeah, like as Danny said before, the reason he gave it five is based on the beat. Um, you didn't love the beat as much, so you wouldn't give it five. I mean, two is insanely harsh, but um, in my opinion, but I can understand not giving it five. Yeah. Yeah. Would you would you say that this is your favorite instrumental, Danny? No. Okay. Good. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but there are so many. There are so many that I could have said, "Yeah, this is my favorite." Yeah, mm. this is my favorite. There are like five that I could have already picked, and my favorite hasn't even come yet. Okay. Let's head down the road to see where Danny's favorite instrumental is. Track oh, twelve. He's so good at transitions. <laughs> yes. Track 12, February 29th. Danny, why don't you kick this one off? I'll kick things off, baby. Um, I'm going to be boring and say it's another five stars. No, it's not actually. It's not five stars, to be honest. It's close. It's very close. It's just 
this song it's it's just good vibes it's feel good music this song is it's just like everyone on the track having a good time um john connor he's just a good rapper like he's, he released a new album he did i saw that do you know he was signed to dr Dre? no was he? i don't know that yeah for ages and he dropped absolutely nothing like that's the curse of being on aftermath like you can be on with Dr. Dre and sit there for 10 years and do nothing. I don't know what happens over there, but he was one of them. Like, you remember he was on, what was that album? Compton. Yeah, he was, Compton. He was good on it. Yeah. And, like, he was, he was on the label and he was he's so good and they just didn't do anything with him. It was so disappointing. But, yeah, that's and you can I, tell. That's what I mean about Sahai, though. Like, I know. Yeah. As, as, as Aaron said, if he's been with Kanye since 2010, what the fuck have they been doing with him? Yeah. Labels just screw around with, with people mm-hmm. like that. Like, if you don't have that massive star appeal, they just don't give a shit about you, I reckon. Like, yeah. you just, like, Kendrick is so big. Like, just, they want to do every. Drayton wants to, you know, blow up Kendrick. Like, why well, waste time on Kendrick? Yeah, exactly. Like, Eminem. Once Eminem was there, like, that's it. Everyone else was, like, kicked out the door. But, yeah, this song, yeah, John Connor is just great flow, got a good voice. Like, mm. nothing sticks out to me, really, but I just love, like, listening to him. Like, he can just rap. He's a rapper. He's a rapper's rapper. Yeah. Um, I actually thought John Connor's it was smoother than Sci-Hi in this. Like, I loved his flow. Like, he's not necessarily saying the best stuff, but he just sounds really pleasant. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, John Connor, his flow game is on point, yeah. Zip Hay, no idea who he is, um, but I, he's, he's got a fun verse. It's just fun. Like, mm. he probably has my favourite line, which is, hottest with the gram since Insta, grown party raps, every bar's a bar mitzvah. Like the Jew in me just likes that line. <laughs> I knew that'd be both of your favorite lines, to be honest. Well, favorite line. yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, not, he's not Jewish enough. He's not a true Jew like me. <laughs> um, I still think Aaron would have laughed at that line, though. Good line. Yeah. Oh, I definitely noticed it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so I hide doesn't really like nothing stood out to me from Saiha on this. The features steal the show in this for the first time on the album, on the mixtape. Yeah, only because Psy High just dropped his level a bit. It's not like they're rapping better than he did previously. He just lowered his level so far that they can beat him. Yeah. But what I will say is that, like, there's a couple of times where he uses, and throughout the album, but a couple of times on this song too, he uses a thing called the Super Duper Flow. Have you heard of the Super Duper Flow? I have not. Please educate me. Mm. So the super duper flow is when like you say a line, like punchline, then there's well, you just say a line, then there's a pause, and then before the punchline, uh before oh no, wait, wait, wait. I got it all wrong. Oh the chaos <laughs> thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so so, so you can say instead a line, of using like instead of using like like or as, you just say exactly, the action. That's exactly right. Yeah. So it's like a simile, but you remove the like or the as, and you just yeah. drop the punchline. So it's just yeah. like pause punchline. Yeah. So he does it with like for your information, kiosk. Sorry to keep you waiting, detox. Like 
you could easily put a like or an as in there, yeah. but but he doesn't. Um, and so, yeah, in 2009, Big Sean released a song called Super Duper, and the whole song was done in that style. Like every single line was that style. And and that blew up. Like since 2009, everyone started using it. Um, so that's this is clearly ripping off that super duper flow. And I just wanted to point that out because I like the flow and it, you never see it anymore, but he's, he uses it a couple of times here. So it's something to notice. Um, just a little slice of hip-hop history for you. One of my favourite lines, because, Matt, you mentioned one of my favourite lines is, I used to have drama, I used to not sleep, now I've got a bunch of J's that have never been on my feet. And as a, yeah. as a sneakerhead, you got to love Jordans as a reference. But that's yeah. you. You're the sneakerhead. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's why it's my favourite line because oh, I just love that it's throwing in the J's as a reference and it's just like, mm, just that hip-hop vibe. I can imagine him, like, you know, not having any Jordans and now that he has nothing but. Yeah. Yeah, so this song is like, it's close to five stars for me, but, like, because Psy High isn't, like, you know, like you said, the features are almost better. But the song is so fun to listen to, so it's like four and a half. I'll give it four and a half. Um. Yeah, definitely an improvement on the last track for me. Um, and the features here were the highlight, lyrically speaking, especially Zip K. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> who for me had like not only the favorite lyrics of this track, but also, um, he had this like ludicrous sound about him. And ludicrous actually used the super duper flow as well, I learned. Um, so I think, you know what I've noticed throughout this whole album actually, it has a lot of like, um, southern, like feel to it, and obviously Psy High coming from um, the south. Like I like <laughs> that's funny, isn't it? It's got a southern kind of feel. Yeah, and he's like from the been, bloody south. Well, there's, there's been times I've like heard in Psy High's voice, like not like a super duper lean, but like a little bit of Ti coming out. Like I don't know. I just I, I feel like lately I'm really liking that southern sound, which is unusual because. As you boys both know, I'm more like accustomed to like the West Coast sound, so I like that I'm branching out a bit. Um, my favorite lyrics from Zipka are the ones that you mentioned, Danny, but I also include the lines before in school I majored in school I majored in major money and major risks. I ain't majored yet, but I still pay the rent. That and that that then leads on to the hottest with the grams one. So I thought that was really cool. And I also love never from Zipk again. Never marry pussy. I know she's a groupie, even though it's tight. I use that term loosely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That is funny. I was like, that's so good. So Zipk um, steals the show for me on this track, uh, as does John. But his sound is just like you know how when a feature comes on and you're like, oh, this is boring. Immediately, as soon as John's sound like comes on, my ears just perk up. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna listen yeah. to this guy. Like he has a commanding presence, and I didn't know that he was signed to Dr. Dre's label. So obviously, Dr. Dre has seen talent in him as well. Um, despite this, yeah, February 29th is a just above average track for me because there's nothing particularly special or terrible about it. Um, like I wrote down here, it's a typical slow jams track that I could hear on an R&B club or bar scene, possibly even one that the ladies could vibe to. Based on this, it's three stars. I also gave it three stars. Mm. Yeah. Mm. 
It's a club song. Mm. Mm. Well, it's not a kind club of, song. It's not a club song. There's something else. There's a, there's a different one that I absolutely yeah, really if, love if later. You want to hear club songs, you'll you'll hear club songs later. Don't you worry. <laughs> 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 they're talking about in the song. Aren't they talking about like popping bottles and we're gonna party like it's February twenty nine. It's like celebrate. It's like yeah, celebratory. It's, celebratory. it's not. It's not clubbing. It's not I shake know. that ass. Yeah. <laughs> Sedell Young did not make this one a party beat, but he did make the next track. His name, Sedell Young, track 13. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Harris. Shit. The interesting (laughs) thing about this one is it's produced by Kanye as well. He had a hand in this one. Apparently. I don't buy that. Mm. It's, if it's if Kanye, yeah, I wouldn't be proud of it. If, yeah. Oh, you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, are, we are seriously starting to diverge, I, I feel. Oh, I absolutely. Feel like we, we, we were agreeing in the first half, and now it has become a shit show. All right. Hey, just, just you wait. The worst for me is yet to go. <laughs> I don't, hey, me too. No, you yeah, won't. me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I might, I might go, go ahead because you guys are going to have a have a fight in a minute with. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think this is really nice. It has like the jazzy feel. It has that scratch. A scratch gets me like you know, a DJ Premier, just a bit of a scratch in there, and you just you know, you just I just like it. There's something about it that's like old school hip hop vibes. Um, that hits me. And then you've got multiple drops here, which I really like. Like you let the beat build, you let the beat build, and then there's like the it quietens down and then it drops again. And I really like that here. So, um, yeah, I think this is a good beat. Um, and I think, you know, lyrically impressive again. He does a good job, Sci High. Um, he's got the line, I hit the gas, let the – Lack creep. My partner riding shotgun, same thing, was in the back seat. Oh, it's just yeah. a gangster line. Um, and, yeah, I gave this four stars. I thought it was good. Um, again, something that I could easily listen to, um, but it just didn't have the same kind. I think the this is what we find when you hit, you know, the young artists is that early on they have – a lot of tracks that are absolutely amazing, but then it's really hard to carry that throughout the whole um, mixtape. And I think we're heading into that territory of like, you know, it's, it's starting to fluctuate a little bit. And so we're actually seeing the youth come out in him. Um, and so, yeah, I still think this is good and by no means would I be upset about this song and this is a good song. Um, I just didn't think it was five stars. Yeah, I'll I'll drop a little bit lower than that. I'll go to three for this one. Um, mm. It's just another, like, well, actually, no, the only redeeming quality of this song is Saha's bars, and there's heaps of them here. I actually couldn't decide on the favourite. I listed one, two, three, four, five, six, like, mm. bar, bars of his that I thought were great, um, which he does bring, and I enjoyed them all. Um, other than that, the hook is weak, um, absolutely so weak, and the beat is okay. Oh. However, Aaron, interestingly, it appears um, like I've said it appears confused to me during Saiha's verses as it doesn't drop halfway through when it should. 
Like it leaves, you feel it building, 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 and then it just doesn't drop. Like, and that annoyed the shit out of me because no, but if it drops, yeah, right? I know. Maybe I need to listen to it again because, like, it, 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 I, I there was a point when I was like, it's gonna drop, it's gonna drop, and then it doesn't, and then I feel like that is detrimental to Saiho's punchlines. Like, I don't know, I just wasn't a fan at all of the production on this one either. The instrumental is also lackluster. Um, and I, interestingly, I said the same as you, Aaron. I'm beginning to become concerned that this mixtape is winding down already and there are still five tracks to go oh. with Sahai Lifts. So, um, but I will like to mention my, uh, oh, what would be my favorite line out of these? You've already mentioned the, um, the backseat one. I really liked, actually, I really wanted to be an athlete. So it's the Olympics every time me and the track meet. That's my favorite. Yeah, so, that's I'm really so good. ahead of my time. I'm finna lap me. Like, I love yep. that. Um, uh, connections to obviously sport, also the beef line, <laughs> but beef can get you killed though. At least for twenty years, when you got a let lot at stake, it's got to be well done. Um, the bootlegging one about the rum and selling um, the rum illegally, and oh, this one made me laugh. I was cool with the killers and thieves. Got black eyes from fistfights. They tried to Forrest Whitaker me. Yeah, that's harsh. <laughs> That was good. So this this track had a lot of good bars from Sci High, but for me, three stars because production, beat, just and hook. Nah, not for me. Oh, this is so disappointing. I don't know why I'm so generous. I don't think I'm generous though. This is five stars, but I have such a history with this. I've been listening to this album for like what six years, or I've at least had it for six years and sat with it. And enjoyed it back in the day. Maybe I have like so much nostalgia for it that just every song just does something to me. I don't know. Mm. But this is five stars. Like it's personal. Like he's he's talking about his rap name. He's there's a little bit about his family and what he like his drug dealing days. And even though it's like personal, it's still like you know it's got a bit of energy to it. Um, and you did you say the what? What did you guys say about the beat? This beat is fire. Yeah, I like this beat. Matt said the beat was trash. Yeah, Matt didn't like the pacing of it. He didn't like the drops. Oh, you guys stink. No, don't <laughs> meet with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like this beat. You know I like a scratch. You know I like a drop. Um, yeah, I gave it four stars. Like, you know, four stars is no mean feat. Yeah. It's just not as good as the other ones, in my opinion. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's no way this can this goes in the class of Mandela's, Napoleon's, Huey's. This is not on anywhere near their level. Yeah, but then no song ever can now be five stars because of those three songs. What you have to take into account is each song in the album and you almost compare songs to one another. And unfortunately, I- this, like, it's good, like, but it's just, in my opinion, just not five. And maybe it needs more listens to and maybe it needs more time to build that relationship and like to really go deeper in like all the metaphors, all the wordplay that just understanding the beat and the structure, maybe it needs that to get to Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Yeah, well, this is five stars. Like I'm not comparing it to Mandela or Huey or Napoleon. This is five stars on its own. Like, in its own right. It's just five stars in its own right. Like, it doesn't have to be compared for me. Like, I will listen to this just as happily as I'll listen to 
you know, Barsky up. Um, okay. And, and like M16, you know, you hear his tag. He's the producer of this beat. I don't know if Kanye, I don't know if they just stuck his name on it, but M16 is the dude who produced the beat. And he also did 316 and he also did Napoleon. And like those three songs for me are some of the best production on the album. And like I was saying before, like this is like where you like notice, okay, for me it was like, oh, M16. Like he did three really cool uh, tracks. I'm going to look up his stuff. And then you find out that he did like, I don't know if you guys know, I think Aaron knows that Young Jeezy featuring Jay-Z and Andre 3000, I do. That sounds so good. Like you just find songs like similar to what you like just for, you know, searching up, you know, producers. But um, yeah, this song just works for me so much. Love the beat, love the content. I don't know. I'm listening to a different uh, album now. Mm. We're reviewing a different mixtape now. <laughs> Five stars, baby. Well, I'm interested <laughs> to see what the next song yields. Coretta. I Can I nom- I want to nominate Danny yeah, go to go on. first on this one because I, I want Danny to. I want to hear his opinion because yeah. this is one. This is clearly a track for the ladies, and I know. Danny and if you give this five stars, stars, Danny, no, no, I don't know what you're listening to. No, 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 no. If I could give five and a half stars, I would, okay? <laughs> that is how good Coretta is, okay? Nah. Um, yeah, clearly the dream run is over. So for me, anyway, it took 14 tracks to get to a big Skipposaurus Rex. I am not, like Matt says, I'm not a fan of love raps. Like, um, but, but it's not a bad song. I'm not going to say it's a bad song. It's not bad for what it is, which mm. is a love song. I just don't like what it is. Yeah. Um, and I would never listen to Sci High for love songs. I would never go, mm, I'm in the mood for a love song. Let's put on some sci-fi, baby. Um, I would never do that. But this uh-huh. is the epitome of a song for the ladies, a song for the club, like, you know, to put on. This is what this is. Why does he need to do that? I don't know why any rapper feels the need to stick some love songs on their album just to, just to reach, like, a, an audience that doesn't care. Like, there's no audience that exists that likes Coretta. Like, no one listening to this mixtape likes this song. If I, I had... Email in if you do like this song. We'd like to find the one person that does. Yes. Did you hear that, Mum? Mail in. <laughs> Oi, Aaron, what's um, what the email address I'm emailing it to again? Jeez. Oh, it's in the show notes. Oh, okay, shit. no worries. No worries. Yeah. If I have... To pick a favorite line, it would be pick a team. It's like I'm D Wade and you're LeBron. I'm your partner. I just want to see you with a ring. <laughs> like uh, that's good. It's a good line. It's like yeah. you know, championship ring, wedding ring. It's clever. It's clever. So it works. I like it. That's the only line that stood out for me though. Um, and yeah, this is a love song, and we don't want love songs. I'm gonna give it two and a half stars. I gave it two stars because Shit. 
yeah, this is not a track for me, but for this type of track, I can't say that it is that bad, that it is one that is unlistenable. It is just not pleasant in terms of what I look for in a hip-hop album. If it fit into an R&B album, I'd be like, well, fair enough. But it just doesn't make much sense with the whole the whole premise of this album, it, this doesn't make sense. Like, it's called a Black History Project. You've called it Coretta, and I don't know about you guys, but I didn't see the Black History here. Mm, I just see so, who's talking about girls. Here we go. Matt's about to drop some knowledge. No, no but I know Coretta Scott is Martin, Martin Luther King's widow. But other than that, point out to me the incredible message in this song. All right. Oh, here we go. I'd like <laughs> to start by saying I dedicate this one to you, boys. Oh, Coretta shit. is my love song to you, especially when it's doing the the hook. Um, what is it? Um, it hits with the feels. It's uh, I just want to spend some time. That's it. They, what they say say they say time is money, so we can spend it together. <laughs> you know what? I it is clearly one for the ladies, but I'm you gotta admit that it's smooth like it is a smooth love song like i don't know i'm just gonna throw this out actually no i'll explain why i like it first yeah let's throw it out it's a four star track for me um, no way I'm you get other songs three stars i know and this is why it's caught me off guard because i'm actually really impressed with this song and i didn't think i'd be as impressed as i as i am the oh. lyrics this makes are, no sense the lyrics are incredible for what he's talking about. <laughs> for what he's trying to say, like he's saying some really deep shit here. Um, okay. The instrumental and hook, it's got a, got a lot. I like them all. I like the hook and I like the instrumental. Um, all that considered, I said it, it wouldn't be right to give it five stars. <laughs> However, it's deserving of four. Um, I said here, now you both have said on oh, you don't want to see love songs in hip hop. Danny, one of your favourite Tupac songs is Dear Mama. That is a love song. It's not song a love song. That's a it dedication a love song. to his mother. That's touching. A, yeah, but it's a love song to his mother about no, like, no, all that she's different. done. It's different. Dan, so different. Aaron, you love 21 Questions by 50 Cent. Oh, got him. No, no, no. no, no. I don't love 21 Questions. And I would argue that 21 Questions is better than this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No doubt. I, I 100% agree with you, but I'm just saying that this song and what it's talking about reminded me of Dear Mama, reminded me of 21 Questions, because what he's saying there felt, seems really heartfelt and genuine, unlike just a tokenistic like love song that other rappers might put up about some bitch. Like, this sounds like he would actually be speaking this to his future wife. Um, and I feel like the reason why it's a part of this album is because um, like uh, black female women are such a central part of the culture of, of uh, like, this is a dedication to the women of, of black history, um, I feel. So, um, I didn't get I that know. at all. No, nah, me either. It, like, this could be any partner. This could be any significant other. This doesn't necessarily, like, he references himself being, shit, it's hard, to, hard being faithful for a black guy, especially when you're signed to a rap god. But, like, it, like it's not that impressive. Like congratulations, you did a heartfelt song. But if I, if I wanted to listen to that, there are lots of other heartfelt felt songs, like pop songs, that are almost better than this. Yeah, maybe. I maybe I need to search for, the, for those songs. But on face value for this, you both even said it yourself. It's not like it's not like 
it's not terrible. It's 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 passable as a love song. Like I don't know, it's something about it for me when I was listening to, it, I was like, all right, I, I actually vibe to this. My favorite lyrics were when you said you wasn't ready for a new guy, like a baby with his shoes untied. I didn't trip. All I wanted was some time alone. I'm not a fossil, so I was never trying to bone. <laughs> yeah. I hate that line. I hate that baby line. Can you say that baby line again? Um, like a baby with his shoes untied. I didn't trip. That makes no sense. The opposite is true. Mm. Like a baby with his shoes untied, he would trip. Yeah. Oh. He, he fucked that up. Fucked that up. And it's annoying. Like, it actually is annoying to me that he's now literally. I'm... Yeah, yeah, go on. Now that, you've, now that you've pointed that out, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Mm. That's always like it stuck out to me. It's like a thorn in the song that's already shit anyway. I wonder if he noticed that. I think he probably did. And he was just like, uh, but the flow works and the pacing works. Yeah. Mm. It annoys the shit out of me, though. I think we should say goodnight to that song and move oh. to track 15, Good Night. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't believe I've used this term before in a review, or if I have, it's infrequent. This track is <laughs> absolute, this is garbage, this track. <laughs> Thank um, God for that. This is like, oh, what did I say at the end? That's funny. I said, um, Oh, what was that amusing thing I wrote down? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This track, this track is absolutely a skipperoo. Good night and next. (laughs) It's just like the hook. Oh, no. You know what was the most shittest part of this whole song? Mm. The hook and random beat switch at the end of the song. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is so bad. Yeah. It's almost laughable. It's embarrassing is what it is. It's actually embarrassing. And I can tell you why. Um, As Aaron knows, a massive pet peeve of mine is when a modern song will sample like a classic hip-hop song. and Because like automatically I have to compare your song to a classic song. You're never going to win. This song samples a song called Spotty Oddy Dopalicious by Outkast. It's one of the most classic hip-hop beats ever. Can you imagine that? One of the best beats ever. Look at the, look how this song turned out. They took, yeah. they took one of the best beats ever and they took a massive shit all over <laughs> it. Yeah, they destroyed this. And when they turn it into a club song, it's embarrassing. Like, at yeah. the end when it gets all techno, like, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's garbage. Yeah. Oh, this is trash. Like this is yeah, this is horrendous. Yeah. Would you guys give it? I gave it two. I gave it one and a half. <laughs> yeah, I gave it two because yeah. But oh, there's just some weird lines in here. Before I fuck you, bitch, I rather jack off. That's my like, one. Yeah. Line. yeah. That's the <laughs> one I picked as my favorite. <laughs> Everything else is I was trash. It's still a kind of like whack line. I don't know. I just like no, but like the dark. I like dark humor. You know, dark. Yeah. I, I like that's my kind of humor. It's not great or anything, but like out of you all know, shit that he says, that's the best. No, nah, I thought you both would have liked this. This is like some multi-syllable shit here. This was my favorite track lyric. Um, okay, as the plot thickens, the pot twisting. This shit smell like a pot of chitlins. When we leave, we park in lot pimpin' till your part. Tell, 
until your partner tell you that the cop's tripping. Like, it's oh, not amusing. Hard to yeah. Say. yeah, it doesn't grab me. It's not like, whoa, that was clever. Yeah, like it's not like the, it's nowhere near any of his best shit on this mixtape. But yeah, I don't know. It stood out to me. It's um, nowhere near. Before I fuck you, bitch, I'd rather jack off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said here, um, while Sci-Hi's lyrics and flow is a passable. It's just not like it's just not up to his caliber in terms of like his quality that he's proven to be capable of producing on his previous songs. Like it just it, it's just starting to really fall off a bit here for me. It's like derailing. Well, this is absolute trash. That's bad. This is really bad. But is, isn't there another song you? One of you gave two stars to another song. Yeah, I gave it yeah. to the one before. And Matt yeah, gave I, it to another one that was actually good. Yeah, I gave it to Is It Me or Is This Track Just Mediocre at Best? <laughs> so that is the same as this. Is It uh, Me, a five-star song, is the same as this. Well, uh, I you probably, gave five uh, stars. No, uh, I probably well, I, yeah. I'd give Is It Me two and this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. So instead but of like, the, Is It Me, you just downgrade the shit. <laughs> But I would literally, this is like probably one of the worst songs of like I've listened to in a long time just because like I just I just don't like Do you guys even oh. know the outcast song I'm talking about? No. Yeah, you have That's to listen to it and then listen to this. It's even worse after you do that. Actually, you know what I did say? The beat and instrumental before the outro is okay and kind of funky, which I don't mind. That was I think that's why I gave it two. Yeah. Because you know that, that initial beat and that initial like funky like twang on this song? That was yeah. kind of cool. As soon as you <laughs> destroy it, that's it. It's over. You, you, you fucked up the whole song. Yeah, it's, it's bad. Um, yeah. uh, yep. I, was, I, was, I was wishing for a guitar melody. Oh, that's yeah. embarrassing. It's almost as track, embarrassing as the last song. Track 16, Guitar Melody. I'm going to lead this one off. So one of my pet peeves, and this pisses me off, although I'm happy the change happened, is a transition from one song to the next, but it makes no sense. We went from a club beat into a soul sample, and it was just so jarring, just the structure of it, like... It, that sometimes annoys me. It annoyed me here. But having said that, I was so happy that Goodnight was over that that I actually just got over it quite quickly. But, like, he's got a soul sample here. And he's got, like, like, his vocals aren't great, but that soul sample is phenomenal. I could listen to that shit all day. Hell just, yeah. I, I literally don't care about anything he's saying here, and all I care about is that beat, and purely on beat alone, five stars. Hell yes, we're back. We are back, baby. <laughs> we're on the same page, baby. Yeah, this is – is this your favourite instrumental or no? Uh, no, I, I almost – I think it's – I said Huey was my favourite. Okay. Yeah, that would definitely be up there. But I say, gun to my head, on this listen anyway, uh, yeah, guitar melody is, oh, my God. It's the hottest beat on the album, for sure. Like, the vocal sample, like you said, combined with that deep bass, oh, it's just mm -hmm. the perfect marriage. 
Yeah. And like Psy High sounds so good to me anyway. Like, do you remember uh, when Royce was doing, on the allegory, he was doing that whole doo-doo rhyme. He was rhyming everything yeah. with doo-doo. Psy High basically does the same thing with bling-bling in that first verse, but he does it so much better. <laughs> like my favourite line, and this is delivery, my favourite line is, this ain't a fling, I want to see your ring, bling, bling. I'm trying to knock that pussy out. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, that that's good. That Guess what? Best, yeah? We synced up with that line. Hell yeah. It's clearly the best line. Oh, the delivery though, am I right? Yeah, the delivery just sounds like you're in a boxing ring. Yeah. That's what it is. But the difference between this version of like, you know, instead of doo-doo and bling 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 and ding 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 he mixes it up though because it fits in the doo-doo in the allegory didn't even fit with the song there was nothing smart about it (laughs) this is smart so if you can do it and it makes sense like the name ring like the strings springsteen bring ring like oh that's just alliteration and wordplay and it makes sense if yeah. you're going to do something like that, it's got to make sense. And if it doesn't, don't do it. <laughs> but yeah, this yeah. was five stars for sure. Hell yes, I agree. Like it's still the same. Like it's still about, you know, women shaking their asses. But like yeah. the beat is so good yeah. and his flow is so good. It's 100% five stars. However, Matt's about to change everything. Yeah, I am. I 100% agree with you about the sample um, and the beat, Sci-Hi's flow. All of that is dope, like 100%. But I cannot get past the unimaginative hook. That hook is garbage. (laughs) Hold on, just let me read you this hook. Maybe make it clap for me, 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 sexy, bring it back for me, make it clap for me, make it clap for me, make it clap for me, sexy, bring it back for me. Can you shake that? I'm dancing right now. Can you shake that? Can you shake that? Dad and I both twerking right now. Can you shake that? Shake that half. Can you shake that? Can you shake that? Can you shake that? Can, can, can. I can. Can you shake that? Can you shake that? That hook is just shit, mate. It's all in the delivery, though. He yeah, I know I was delivering. I wasn't delivering it nearly as well as Sci-Hard does, but it's still, it's still unimaginable. It was close. It's just- it was definitely close. <laughs> it's just, I just, I can't get past that as well as, and this is going to be a bit, this is going to sound like I'm a bit of a hypocrite now, um, but Sci-Hard's content, um, which is now <laughs> like focusing more in to- into, like more on like, rather than the lady that he was rapping about on Coretta, He's now talking about the stripper bitch. Like, yeah. um, and I don't know, I just, I, I can't get past that content either because now it's, now it's detracting from the main themes of the, of the mixtape for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. So therefore this song scores itself a disappointing three stars. I wanted to give it four. I wanted to give it more, I think, because of the, the sample and the beat and his flow. Because like, you're right, they are all really good. Um, I think this song for me, when that beat first came in, I was like, shit, what is this shit? Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, so I was really, really taken back by those things. But that hook is garbage and the content is just like, it's like 
it's what I would hear from the rappers that he's been talking about previously on the tracks that he isn't impressed with typically himself. Yeah, we would agree, but the beat is too good, and that's yeah. And the line, I'm trying to look that. <laughs> I'm trying to knock that pussy out. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. That, that line is that. bloody gold. I do. That is it on is the same good. level as that. What was the other one? <laughs> oh, the prince, why well, you still got your panties on? <laughs> it's on the same level. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it funny how like we can like pick out lyrics that each of us we know we're all going to match up on? Like that one is just like a clear one that we I knew we were all going to pick. <laughs> Like literally, literally, every time I hear this song and he says that line, I laugh. Literally. That's yeah. because it's funny. Yeah, I'm trying to knock the pussy out. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I laugh every time. It's so good. Uh, yeah. Five stars, good five stars. But I'm going to say, I wish that was the last song in the album, in the, in the mixtape. Like... Because we go into the next one, the outro interlude, and it ties it all up nicely. Like, Matt, you... Take it away. Peace. Um, So I've gone with a pattern here. All the interludes are three stars. Preludes, interlude, they're all three. This one, though, is is it cute and funny, I said. Um, (laughs) Did you say that on your piece of paper? I did. Um, It connects well to all of them. It ties it up in a neat little package. Um, and I finished this by saying we are now all students of Sci High the Prince after experiencing Black History Projects. I think that's cool because it's like the project's been delivered and now we can all say that we like are his students. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I think this interlude is – I'm glad the album doesn't finish on the last track. I, I like the interludes here and um, I like the last track that is coming. Yep. No, well, I mean, I, yeah, I just think that that could finish here. Like, I like the synergy of starting on a prelude, closing on an outro, and that I'm very proud of you, who's next, is a kind of cool question to finish on. Oh, but true. A- Actually, you're right. Yeah, you are right. But apparently not to be mm-hmm. track 18, Black Pride. Danny, last song of the, of the album. Yeah, I think it works for me. Like, I see what you're saying. Like, the album could definitely end, but this, like, it could end after the outro interlude. But um, this, it just, it feels like an encore. Like, it feels like, like uh, coming out of the concert and the and the concert ends, and then he comes back out because the the fans want it, and this is it. This is the song. It's like the encore, and it feels like an encore. Uh, it's it's good vibes. I like the song. It's not like amazing or up to the level of you know some of the other songs that I love, but um, it's it's got a catchy hook. Even though like it's sung by some woman, I don't know who it is. Can't even pronounce the name. But uh, I actually like the hook that's sung for once. So that's interesting. Um, that is interesting. Yeah, it was. It's strange that he lets the feature have the last verse on his exactly album. Exactly what I said. Exactly what I said. Very, Doesn't very say. strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and like she was okay and, and she was nothing special and she gets to have the last say. 
it's a weird ending to the mixtape. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But the, the overall vibe of the song I enjoy. So it's a four star. It's a four star finish for me. We've synced up. Hey! Oh, I forgot to say my favorite line. My favorite line was um, got a hundred fowl, more beef than a hundred cows, and bullshit walk a hundred miles. Just like, <laughs> all the cow wordplay, the cows, the beef, the bullshit. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah. Go on, Aaron. Um, I liked the line: "Haters run their mouth." Till my end come out, stomp them out, don't make us turn a house party to a haunted house. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Yeah, that's hard. But I gave this two and a half stars. You're joking. No, because I didn't like it. When you finish an album, when you finish a mixtape as strong as this with two features, you don't finish with a verse. You don't say anything particular, particularly good. You know, you've got I, there was just nothing here that I would ever listen to again. Like, I wouldn't put this in a mixtape, like in a in a playlist. I wouldn't actively go search it out. I'd probably listen to it as part of this album, but that's it. And it just didn't do anything for me. And coming from the guitar melody into a really nice outro that closes off the album really well, this just felt so out of place that I was just like, it's not a true encore. It's a weird encore to have. If we wanted an encore, you would think he comes out with a banger and finishes with a bang. This is not it. And therefore, two and a half stars, it doesn't fit. You're a poet. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't even know it. Um, uh, I see what you're saying. So, but this is the this is the beauty of doing these reviews and talking about each song because it opens your like eyes like more to the the song and like what it involves and yeah I don't know initially though like this is a four star track for me um I, I think it's a solid finish to this mixtape because it feels like a closing song and and how a closing song song should feel for me like um. You're right, Aaron. It's not like it's not like oh my god, that was that was an incredible finish. Now that I come to think of it, I'm trying to that'd be an interesting thing for us to explore. What albums have had the best finishing songs? Because like mm. we, we often look at like the opening mm. songs. What's like a really good opening song? What's the best finishing song? Um, I don't know, but like you're right, it's not the best finishing song. That's why I didn't give it five stars. But I like the upbeat and gentle instrumental. Saiho's lyrics and flow, as well as the hook and the general message of the track. Um, and I will say this, because Royce, for me, Royce's album, his, which, I, which I could compare to this because it's the same sort of themes, I think Royce had a largely negative, pessimistic outlook on his album. However, on this mixtape, which should be an album, I'll say that now, it definitely should be an album, Saiho mm. um, mm. has presented his point of view in a largely positive, optimistic outlook, which is solidified by this final track. I've said that it's really nice that a project with such a theme has been concluded on a positive note, which I think says a lot about Sai High as not only an artist, but also as a person and his outlook on life. Um, mm. Because like, the, the, the subject matter of this mixtape is quite dark and, and like it's hard to hear some of it 
or it should be hard to hear for, for everyone, but he puts a spin on things with this song, sort of suggesting that, you know, black people have, you know, overcome a lot and, you know, should be proud of where they are now. Like, yes, there's still some way to go, but, you know, look back and, and sort of look at how far they have come as a people. So, um, you know, I just thought that was a really nice finish to this project and I finished by saying props to you, Saha the Prince, for creating a dope mixtape overall. And my favourite lyrics from this track, I'm so glad that neither of you picked these as your favourite lyrics, but I'm also a little bit disappointed. Ooh. These lyrics are so dope. But I think maybe because I have a bit of like a nostalgic, sentimental um, uh, attachment to Timberland Boots, I connected yeah. with these more because like that was, I think that was one of the very first birthday presents you boys ever got me and i remember getting them at um at um the the um cafeteria in black rock we were sitting at like one of those benches and you like yeah you pass them over the table and i was like stoked <laughs> um so like these lyrics are insane and they're actually quoted incorrectly on genius and i only found that out because of genius because someone corrected whoever had posted them but it's get that boy the boot what's a lug to a timberland Tell him he a scrub. Come make love with a gentleman. Um, <laughs> I just I love that line because uh, I didn't know a lug is a type of like boot that is often compared to Timberlands, but it's 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 a lesser, it's a far lesser boot, like in terms of quality and and popularity. So he's mm. essentially saying that mm. you're, you know he says that in the next line, he's a scrub and I'm a gentleman. Like <laughs> that's that's also how I would like define sci high. He's not only like classy, he's educated, but he, he he comes across as a gentleman, like um, a gentleman of the rap game. Mm. Mm. So what did you give this album? Danny, did you go through this one? Did I give it the album a star rating? No, this song. Of this song, four stars. So what did you guys rate the album? Because, you know, I think, Danny, you're, like my interpretation is you're leaning to five stars. It can't be five stars because there's a couple of dog shit songs on it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's close. It's very close. Like my, I really, I want to give it four and a half stars. I really do, and maybe I will. I don't know. Probably will. Four and a half. I'm going to say. Yeah, I mean, I give it four stars because I think, as you know, as a mixtape, we could easily see this as an album. He's got a lot of five star tracks on here. He's got a lot of four stars that I gave. Um, but I think the first half is the strongest half. You know, I think he falls away a little bit in the back half, but still four stars. And if you include the structure of the album and the structure of the mixtape, it's really impressive to see just how it was structured in terms of where the pre prelude, the interlude, and the outro interlude fit in, where the songs go. I think that it was, it for the most part, hit a lot of theme, um, but... Yeah, I think this is a four-star. And, you know, had I listened to this when it first came out, I would have been like, he, he could do anything. Um, he could literally make some absolute amazing tracks. Um, so interested to potentially go back and listen to his older stuff and also listen to his um, his Black History Project 2. Yes, mm. yeah, 100% because, Aaron, you're right. The, the buzz on the internet or the buzz that I've seen is all about these two projects. Have you listened to Black History Project 2, Danny? 
I think I was interested in it uh, a while ago and maybe I listened to a few songs and decided no. Okay. So my recollection is I may have listened to a few songs and thought it's a skip. Mm. But I don't okay. know. You, you, you guys can have a look and tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember really. Maybe it's because you had such fond memories of this project that you're like, I don't want to tarnish it with going on to like the, the sequel. No, I, I'm saying that I did listen to maybe a couple of songs and just thought that this is not up to the level of the first like history project. Yeah. Mm. But, I, but I do, if you guys are curious to check it out, I would definitely be interested in hearing what you guys think. Mm. Yeah, I would. I think it's definitely something that need to look into, um, purely because just out of respect, based on this mixtape, it was really good. Um, Matt, what did you rate it? Um, so I rounded up. I rated it a. Um, I rated it four stars. Mm-hmm. Um, so according to my <laughs> formula, now is this algebra or calculus? It's uh, it's calculus because we're not in the same class. You algebra, I'm. Um, I gave it 3.67 stars out of five stars. Um, did you include the preludes though in that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Take them out. I'll find out what it is without that. But we thought everything is a full project. Um, it scored 66 stars out of a possible 90, um, for tracks one to 18 on this mixtape. So, um, interestingly, I thought it was going to be higher than that, but this is just based on, you know, my ratings on this listen. Um, it's actually Interludes definitely don't count. They, they bring it down. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Um, but it, it did on, I counted them on the allegory as well. Yet the allegory was slightly like higher. I rated it slightly higher than this. However, like upon reflecting on it, like this, I'll, this mixtape for me gave me um, a more pleasurable feeling than the allegory did. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how that works. Um, like I said before, though, maybe some of the tracks I've rated like too harshly. Um, I think I, you I were too generous with the allegory. I don't think it's a question of this album. I think you were just too generous with the allegory. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I was just really excited to like listen to a Royce album because, like I said, I've never listened to a full Royce album before. So, I don't know. But I, I still think the allegory was good. But um, this in my opinion right now is better than the allegory. Um, so way better. Um, yeah. Better. Yeah. Um, but I do want to mention two things that I forgot to mention before. Um, the first thing was related to Barry White. Um, you, you know, that third, I don't know how well you like strong your memories of the song, but on the third verse, when he starts talking about in the two thousands, his voice, they've, I don't know whether they've like auto tuned it or they've done something, but he sounds so much like little Wayne in that verse. It's crazy. I don't know which song it was and maybe it is Barry White, but I definitely remember mm. auto tune. So yeah. it's probably that. It's probably, they just put auto tune on it. Because I was like, that makes sense though. Cause in the two thousands, wasn't that when auto tune came in? Yeah. Right. That's a good observation. I like that. that. A good observation. Because I was just like, damn, he sounds like Lil Wayne. I was like, I don't know if I like it, but I was like, actually, no, I kind of do. So I just wanted to mention that. And then the other thing I wanted to mention, um, Barry White is still my favorite instrumental um, on the mixtape. However, I love um, the one I was tossing it up between as well, the instrumental on Basquiat. I think Basquiat 
might have to overtake Mandela at some point because I not only love the song, but I love the instrumental on Basquiat because it's that um, it takes two to make a thing go right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that sample is also from one of my favorite or my favorite um, video games of all time um, <laughs> from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. So I was like, that is dope. And I, I forgot to mention that before, but um, that sample on Basquiat is just insane. That song to me can just do no wrong. That that's like a complete song. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, I think that you know your your favorite is Mandela. Danny, your favorite is Napoleon. Potentially Basquiat. Mine was Napoleon as favorite tracks. In terms of instrumentals, Matt, which one was your favorite instrumental? Was Basquiat? No, Barry White. Barry White. But Basquiat could be my favorite song over Mandela as well. It might change. I'm not sure at this stage. Interesting. And then, Danny, your favourite was was it February 29th? No way. <laughs> Guitar Melody. Guitar Melody, that's the one. And then mine was Huey. So interesting to see we all have different favourites when it comes to beats, different favourites when it comes to favourite songs. So Danny and I, you and I match up for Napoleon. Um, in terms of lyrics, did you guys land on your favourite lyrics or were there <laughs> too many? I sure did. At the St. Regis with a fancy blonde. Bitch, you with the prince. Why is that a fancy blonde? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, he says, he says, bitch, you with a prince. Why you still got your panties on, I think, because that's what I've copied from Genius here. So instead of saying with the prince, he's just saying a prince, which makes more sense because if you're with any prince, you shouldn't have your panties on. Know <laughs> 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 what I mean? I do. I love it. Yep. Uh, is that your favorite? What are your favorite lyrics from the <sighs> mixtape, Danny and Aaron? I didn't think about. I didn't. I didn't think this was uh, going to be a of the album type thing. I just picked one from each song, and I just can't remember which which Aaron, ones. I Aaron, you didn't follow the brief. Who said pick a favorite <laughs> lyric from each track, not do the whole album? <laughs> Look, I think that. I, I like the last verse in Napoleon and I really like the first verse in Huey. They were probably my favourite. Like, you know, I know if you're a shooter by the way you're handling the gun, gambling you're done, shells burn like candles in the sun. I'm not a fan of gun violence nor having a strap getting popped once and I swear that you'll get scrambling for one. Like, yeah. It's yeah. It, it's just gangster. Like, that's just skill. It's not funny but it's amazing. And then he's got like, you know, that ding, ding, ding. That's like, you know, <laughs> funny line um but yeah like you could pick any that you could pick there's a plethora of amazing lines and no one would ever question you on it yeah yeah and i just challenge i just challenge anyone you two or anyone to find a three song run that is stronger than mandela no huey into mandela into napoleon on mm. any album, find me a stronger run than that. Three songs, just three. What about, you know, your favorite album, Hell on Earth? Mm. I can't. I can't think of it off the top of my head though. But like, would you then therefore go as far as to say that this is so far the, or not the greatest, but your favorite mixtape of all time, if not one of the greatest mixtapes of all time? It's definitely one of for me. 
definitely one of. I wouldn't say it's. I just I would have to look back at all the mixtapes that I have and and then make a call. But it's a hundred percent one of the best. It doesn't sound like a mixtape. It sounds like an album. It sounds like a studio album. So much so that his actual debut studio album is not as good as this, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right, though. It isn't. Yeah, like he 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 tried to go too mainstream with that album like he dumbed down his lyrics he he went for a more mainstream sound this is just him at his best you know he feels natural he's doing what he loves he's doing punchlines he's got a concept it's all working on this one like hmm. this is his debut album it makes me sad because it's like oh why didn't you just do this as your album like because like oh it's all about having a good track record hey so it's like you know, starting off with your debut album as um, No Dope on Sundays, like, it has some good tracks in it, don't get me wrong, but, like, wouldn't you have much preferred as So High to, like, have this as your debut album? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wonder what he thinks about his mixtapes and his, his his one album, like, wonder what so High, thought. get in touch with us at the Slim <laughs> Beacon Committee. We'll get you on. We can review another album <laughs> with you on it. Get in touch with us. We want to ask you some questions. Let us know. (laughs) Shout out. Shout out, baby. I think and with that, I think it's perfect place to end. Well done, gentlemen. I think we nailed it today. Well, I nailed it. Aaron nailed it with the transitions. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe. The Slim, Fitty and Biggie Committee. Follow us on Instagram at the underscore slim fitty biggie committee and stay tuned for our next podcast. Bye for now.